Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This podcast is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in vibration control and enhances the stabilization for your archery equipment. Use code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, to get 15% off your order. This podcast also endorses a healthy living made from our friends at Kickaboo Spices, locally made in Ontario for hunters by hunters to help you enjoy all your wild game meats. Use Kika OOP for 10% off of your next order. Some guy just messaged us. Good luck, man. He's going for a rifle. Absolutely. We're on. All right. So let's do the intro again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. This is episode number... Evan, what episode number is this? You we are 27. Listener. He's You're... killing it. He's a diligent listener. He's killing it. Good. Oh, you got to support my boys, so you got you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, uh, before we get into too many spoilers, uh, tonight we had some delicious 2018 whitetail backstraps. Isn't that a spoiler? It's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, much. A, that's I, a... I didn't say what, I didn't say sex, and I didn't say anything else. I just said some whitetail, some 2018 whitetail. Nice, 2018 sucks. That means could have like shot it. a deer, that means Evan could have shot a deer. <laughs> it's not too much of a spoiler. What Fair do you enough. Think? No, I think it's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. It, plus, if you follow us on Instagram, it, it's not a spoiler. I was going to say, knowing my luck for the last couple of years, I know it ain't my dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. We'll get into the, let's do the wild game report. Let's hit it off with hey, wild game uh, Sure. Has anyone seen any deer this weekend? Yeah, I've seen a uh, <laughs> couple turkeys and uh, yeah, there was a buck i seen. Yeah, yeah. Nice and close. Um, yeah, yeah the winds uh, winds have been good for me um in my stand personally and the only thing that hasn't been great i guess is the hot temperatures we've been having are not really hot but warm like rather for it was this like time 14 of year. today yeah well how about your good old hunting buddy there on your good old line there oh yeah that's a good one yeah i did actually post uh for those of you that do follow us on instagram um yeah, buddy set up 60 yards for me on the property line. I mean, I guess I'm on the property line, too. That's but... a, Well, that's okay. Some random guy jumped underneath my tree stand and was like, Oh, I didn't know you were hunting here today, man. Oh, cool. Sweet. So what know. did he say to you about yeah. the setup? Because you what texted you me. You're like, yeah, I'm done, man. Like, he's talking well, to me like, about Well, like, he just walked right in, now. and he came around the corner, and I was like, uh... And he just looked at me and waved and walked underneath my stand. and was like, oh, man, I didn't know you'd be out this weekend. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> really? Do you want me to get down? Okay. Do you guys want to go for coffee? No, like? He's like, oh, okay. I, I think I'm setting up in the in my blind. I was like, can you just leave, man? Like, I'm in a tree stand. Like, Leave me alone. Just, <laughs> be yeah. quiet and I, see if we can get something. I pulled the SD card out of that tree stand, and it's like, you can see that guy through the week, which is fine because he has permission, and he said he'd be there during the week. For sure. Whatever. And then two other people were on it. And then a third person who's really tall. Kind of look like Evan. I think he wore size 16 shoes. Can we just take a minute to talk about it? Evan wears a size 16 shoe. It's amazing. Um, what of it? Just saying. <laughs> the boot fits. You know how people always say, act your sh- age, not your shoe size? Yeah, you're I always could say I was older because, <laughs> that's of, because of that thing. <laughs> yeah, look, you're 14. All right. <laughs> so what happens, just tell me this. What happens when you go to buy socks? Because when you buy socks... You're either like the six to the nine, and pretty sure that's usually like the teenager. That's the kid. Yeah. Or you go from the ten to the thirteen. Mm-hmm. So well, that's not gonna fit you. So what do you do? No, that's why all my socks are ankle socks. Oh my god, he's not kidding. So he's got shin socks, <laughs> shin socks, but they're those ankle are like, socks. Now. Those are yours and my knee socks. And he just like, oh, dude. Oh, um, that's classic. Thanks, no, yeah. that's why I always have to thank Under Armour because they're the best. Because oh. I can actually get theirs off line they do the xl 
Oh, okay. Like all my stuff is always has to have an X in they it. They cater to people like you. Exactly. <laughs> right on. That's why all my hunting gear is all Under Armour. Okay, good to know. I've been asked numerous times, are you sponsored by Under Armour? Because you wear an awful lot of it. It's like, no, it just fits. Just fits. I would uh, love to be, but yeah. <laughs> um, well, we'll send this to them, don't worry. Yeah. So, Sweetness. A lot of people on camera. Oh, it was Evan's foot. Sorry about that, man. Rubbed his foot there. His uh, this is everywhere. awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah, so lots of people on my trail camera. One guy hiked in at about an hour before shooting late with a blind on his back. And then later on, you can see in the background my tree. You can see a blind set up underneath the tree stand, which is cool. And then about 11-ish in the morning, you see him walk by with the blind back on his oh back. Oh, goodness. It's like, this is awesome, man. I didn't know my little, like, what, what do you think that bush is? Maybe four, five, maybe 10 acres, actually. Just the bush. The bush? Yeah. I would say maybe. it's probably 20 acres. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a good size bush. Just that's fair. Bush. Yeah. That's fair. So, yeah, so, so 20 acre bush, and it's. But it's a honey hole. Appa- well, oh, apparently it's. Was. Apparently it's public land now. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's on it, so. The guy sees the army rolling there the one day, and then he thinks, oh, yeah, everybody's here now. <laughs> oh, man. He- yeah, so that you, was cool. Should we just excavate, like, a little parking <laughs> entrance? Yeah, like, underneath the cornfield. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put a flat grass there. section there. Just like, <laughs> you know, we'll what? just pave this out here. here. Here's a great business endeavor. You could put a little slot, like it maybe like not even a key card, but like a money slot, a gate to get in, and you can Pay charge people to come. Better yeah, idea. Have you ever been to uh, like Ducks Unlimited has these few public land ones in Ontario, specifically around us, where like you have a parking spot. So if you park yeah, in, hold it. Yeah, 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 hold it. It's one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you park in parking spot one, you get blind one. Parking, parking spot two, you get tree stand two. Parking three, you get tree stand three. I can have six of them because apparently there's everyone in their brother. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that was uh, eventful. Saturday was good, though. So, you haven't had too much success. Have no, you seen it, much deer? What has the weather been doing for you? What's your activity been uh, like? The activity was the best one you and I wrote. Yeah. Um, other than that, I only got it once since then. So yeah. And that was busted by some dude. Okay, so we'll stick to. I'm gonna come back to you. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll get back on waterfall. Yeah. you're gonna hit that off for sure. Uh, what about you, Evan? What have you been seeing for the deer activity right now? Truthfully, in my area, well, my spot, I should say, my deer activity, I have seen jack all. I've been out last five, six times, not a thing. Um, do you think it's due to hot weather, uh, stand placement? I have no clue what's going on like there's signs of them being there right like there's fresh like scat there's fresh scrapes everywhere but so was it you or your brother because like I'm, I'm not looking at the message right now but who was it that sent the pictures of the does bedded at the edge of the field that was me just as the last bit of light like they were there that was actually i should say that was like the one time that i actually saw something and that is that was what a week there are two ago fawns actually they're two fawns I think in their twins because they're roughly about the same age and they've always kind of been there on the camera before right and there I just know from past experience there is one doe that has twins each year yeah yeah but this time she looked like she had twin boys so which I'm kind of looking forward to in the future if they nice. stick around yeah because one's starting here to have like little like tumors on his head yeah 
I'm nice. like, for just this year? I'm like, you're already starting to get... Well, if you're like, a part of the opponents. Orange Army, you could be just whacking them like everyone else right now. That's just, a lot of orange, you know you, that. You know, they just... they. <laughs> if it's brown, it's it down. Takes, it takes a lot of orange to cover this body, so... <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. If it flies, it dies. <laughs> um, well, if it's brown, which I don't run. So, <laughs> I, I haven't, like I was uh, kind of saying there, other than... Uh, Sunday night, which was quite successful for me. I was able to get a nice nine-point buck down on the ground. I haven't seen much else. I've had other people on the property that are kind of newcomers, so they're not too, too sure of where to set up. Maybe they need a little bit more guidance, but there's some people on the outside of uh, other properties neighboring me. And that didn't really do much good for me. For I've, I've only actually been out twice in the past two and a half weeks, other than to your spot. Right. I haven't been out to mine. Um so yeah, That's Sunday. Nice. <laughs> yeah, really. So Sunday was successful. We'll get into that. But um, so it sounds like not too too much on your guys' end. Do you, Evan, think it's gonna pick up this? I mean, this week there's a lot of warm temps. But what do you think is gonna happen towards like tomorrow? We're getting minus two. Do you mm-hmm. think um, we're going to see a lot of pickup? between the weekend and when Bo starts to ramp back up or yeah I think we're going to probably see a lot of more action coming around since we've been saying the orange army is out so they're going to get pressured a lot so they'll be on the move to get out of their so-called safe areas that they've been in but the orange army has moved in and so I'm thinking probably with this cold weather and the orange army I think they'll be up and moving so I think activity should be a lot better which I want to mention too, that's a great point because uh, <clears throat> a lot of people get discouraged and figure, well, you know what, it's been so crazy, there's so much pressure on the bush, what's the point of me going to sit and not seeing anything? Well, the thing is, the deer are so pressured, you might be seeing a bunch of bucks that have never been in your area or to your property, but they are now because of how much they've been pressured out of their original habitat. Oh, yeah. And with the rut, I mean... the bucks are going to be where the does are they're they're yeah. everywhere so, so i mean personally i would be on top of food sources in this next couple of weeks because so, sometimes does aren't feeling it like i don't know we, you, you can relate it yeah. back to real life i suppose but a doe might not be in the mood if that buck is she has a headache that doe's gonna run around and she's gonna go to where there's food source because that buck's not worried about the food his body's feeding off of his fat and that doe is just going to be looking to eat get away from those bucks those bucks are still going to be running around. They'll yeah, be the bucks are going to be properties. But yeah, they'll be going if you hunt everywhere. the does yeah. this time of year, those bucks are going to be around. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you want to more look for the does than you yeah. are looking for the bucks. Absolutely. If you find does, those boys won't oh, be yeah. far behind. You find a hot doe, you'll find the bucks. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Easy. So that's why I'm hoping because our field is the only like green field around us. So like yeah. the soybean's gone. I know on the other side of the bush is cornfield. Green fields are hot right now. That's green the thing. That's what hot. we're hoping to so Monday's looking pretty good for the startup of Bo. Cello, you and I are going to get back here. Yeah, we're going to do our best to get back out there. We're going to hammer that because we're looking at minus, it feels like minus seven. It's actually yeah. going to be one. Okay, well, that will be a good day. I, I think hope. so. I hope so. Uh, you have a nice spot. Hopefully no one else is there because that green field's going to be good. I'm hoping because it's muzzleloader week, no one's really going to be there. But I don't I, know. If... I would agree. I don't know. I'll drive by. I'll probably like 17 We need people. to get on one good. There'll probably be someone in my tree stand. Yeah, no shit. Oh, I'd lose. I'd lose it. Absolutely. I would that, lose it. I would, we'll bring the chainsaw just in case. Take yeah. that tree down. <laughs> Cut her down. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what? I can't get mad about the people hunting there because farmer gave permission. Yeah. yeah. But you don't use other people's equipment. No. no that's never. It. No. So, 
Uh, that being said, I think uh, let's get on to some birds. N- how about we? T- oh yeah, okay. let's I finish. Talk about this. Let's finish. Birds. So yeah, Saturday. Uh, well, I guess I'll talk birds in general first and get out of the report per section. Yeah. Uh, so warm weather's kind of keeping the birds where they are. Um, right now they're, you know, they're birds that have been used to being shot at. So I think if you're going to hunt some birds, you got to be more careful about your hide, more careful about your calling. You don't want kind of shitty calling for lack of words if that sounds rude but um you want to be really good with what you're doing especially the hide and decoy spreads you know every everyone and their brother always almost always has a u-shaped decoy spread or a long an l with a blocker wall and it's like this time of year when the birds are educated because they've been shot at in almost every field they land in you got to kind of mix some things up and start thinking about what to do so that being said, I mean, there's birds everywhere around us. I've seen tons in the two areas that we hunt, um, all the fields, and, you know, they're staying there for a bit, and I think this cold front's going to keep pushing some birds around, and cold fronts are great for every single species out there, especially birds, too. So. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's kind of good to see them move around. Um, with that cold Monday day, if I wasn't working or planning on deer hunting, I would definitely go out there for birds. So I know I drill you with questions every time, but well, I like it. Uh, mainly because I am not nearly as educated as you are in this aspect. So I really like to know uh, with the change in temperatures, like so drastic for mm-hmm. deer, it's it's totally noticeable. Oh, right. You know, going from 14 degrees tomorrow, we're going to hit minus two. Right. I would imagine that on the social media pages, I'm going to see a lot more deer down. Yep. Do you see the same type of, uh, I guess, in the bird sense? higher numbers in that kind of drop or it's not it's more gradual more than just drastic i i think like to answer your question to not it's like yes i think more birds are going to die on cold days because they're moving more they're even if they're in an area they're going to want food a lot more badly than if it was a warm day but i think it's a little different with migratory birds because a lot of people post like you know two three birds and they had a great day mm-hmm. but it's like it doesn't show the numbers of like guys shooting limits and stuff because I, I see a lot more deer photos because I think a single deer outweighs a single goose any day. For sure. Um, so for like media wise, I think, you know, it'll seem like, oh, okay, cool, guys are shooting birds. And, you know, in warm temps, you can still shoot limits and stuff. But I think if you're hunting, yeah, the cold fronts make a huge difference like in deer. But yeah, I think whenever someone gets a deer, it's like, oh, look at this. I got to post this everywhere. So I think yeah. you see a lot more deer on social media. Yeah, I would agree so, with that. But how okay. is this, like, time, since we have time change now, yeah. it's like, how much has that, like, affected? Because I know when I was out last, on Sunday, before I got the message, we got good old fun times happening here. <laughs> it's just, like, I could keep hearing the geese fly over right. around 5, 5, 3, like they yeah. used to, but it was right. completely dark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, will they eventually, I guarantee, I bet you, I take it they're still going to, yeah. figure out the time change that they'll move yeah. more light than like, they would dark i would assume like geese will fly in the dark any time of the year like it depends if they're going to their roost or um usually it's their come back from late feed and going to the roost for the night yeah um that happens i don't like time changes are a very in my opinion man-made thing right like yeah i think animal cycles were more or less for the farmers than it is for anything else. yeah like the <laughs> animals kind of depend on the light aspect and obviously the pressures and stuff like that but I think 
what you're seeing with the time changes, you're not having as much hunting time. Yeah. Because, like, you know, well, you finish work at... was for anything. Yeah, you would finish work at 3 before you could work, hunt, you know, hunt until, like, what, 6.30 or something? Yeah, roughly. yeah, would be like, 3 hours. Yeah, now it's 5.30. It's It sucks to be it's a hunter stupid. after the time change. I would say yeah. my, my personal opinion to that um, would be, like, I would mainly focus on pressures and temperatures. The, the fluctuations in 14 to minus 2, that's huge. That's yeah. drastic. Yeah. And the pressures. If you're looking at something at like a 101 plus, is great. If you're looking at something from like 101 and down, it, it's kind of like an average day. Yeah. Yeah, I think. That's with, KPA. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's, uh, you know, PSI. <laughs> yeah. Holy. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, I think time changes with. Like, I think no matter what, like, if you have a deer moving around at now 5 p.m. versus he was moving around 6, it affects us more than that. For them, yeah, it's oh, still... For sure. yeah. That's perfect, because that's what yeah. I was trying to get at, was I don't think their it's still schedule the same changes. Amount of, no. They're, They're not like, what oh, they do. I'm going to be late for work. Yeah, <laughs> They're adjusting exactly. to the yeah. amount of light, light and amount of dark that's happening. Well, technically speaking, it's still the same amount of light and dark. We it just, is. We move the hour. It's just move the hour. Yeah. So it's it's great that you said it's man-made. Yeah, it is, like 100%. Sure. Yeah, Can you imagine if deer... More were... meant for farmers, more or less. That's yeah. how they came up with the whole thing. Because all I know, I got flocks and flocks flying over top of me. Like, every night, I'm like, I think I brought the wrong equipment. Because <laughs> I got my bow sitting beside me. I'm like, oh, I could have had my limited geese before I even see a deer. But you know, you, hey. can, you know you can legally bow hunt geese in Ontario. Yeah, I don't feel like losing arrows. Especially for how fast <laughs> mine fly, I'll be chasing them about two counties over. But can you imagine watching this single goose just drop out of the air? Like, that'd be with, am- your arrow still with your arrow yeah. still in that'd it? One, you don't lose any money, and two, you just got a goose. Yeah, that'd arrow. be pretty cool. Yeah, that's when you pick bands. You're like, that one has a band. I'm shooting that one. With Maybe next time I'll give it a crack. Oh, that'd be so See what funny. Happens. Plus, you have like eight dozen arrows at home, man. So? <laughs> they all have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Just because one can go from around 200 feet per second, the other ones can go about 345 and that's not like IBO. That's like your actual speed. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> that's, insane. Yeah, that's not manual uh, script of what comes No, that's not like bow. That's not no. like IBO. Like, oh, you know, you can get up to 340. Yeah, right. No, no I think literally. the IBO for mine stops, I think, at 340. Yeah, you're actually getting 340. I think that's what it is. I, if I'm 050 or. Yeah, 345. 345. And that's only at 65 pounds. I think you should get an 80-pound bow. I, I ain't Cameron Haynes here. <laughs> You're or bigger, Joe Rogan. You're bigger than Cameron Haynes is like 5'5". Five five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. That's you got like why a solid that'd be like foot stupid on speed. Oh, that'd be awesome. Like You could probably push 400 feet per second if you were that. I would say for, for sure. Yeah. I would love to see if I get hit like the 345 if I did that, but with a big solid arrow. That's an arrow that's like five, 600 grain. Do you know welding rods? Like uh, the weldable steel that's a like quarter inch yeah, dial. Yeah. Cameron, turn your phone off. I'm going to shoot you with a leg. So many good things coming in right now. Turn it on silent. I can't. What do you mean you can't? Silence broke. Give me your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna text you just so that you can text me back. I'm not texting you back right now. And then I will hear it. My phone's away. Yeah, I mean I'll text you. Nick, mine's on silent already. I know, but once you text me, he's being a good guest and a good podcaster. I don't even have your number, anyways. You want to talk deer first? You want to talk successful goose first? Which one? Uh, we're on waterfowl. Let's hammer out goose. All right, cool. Yeah, because the deers take longer. I like that. Smart. So Saturday we were supposed to, for three days in a row, we were hunting 
or we were scouting this field. Went out of our way, found the farmer, had to track him down, got permission. He was like, oh, yeah, go ahead. He's like, there's another group that hunts across the road, but they won't bother it, so go out Saturday. We're like, awesome. Without lying, there's about 400 geese in the field and about 300 ducks. And they're there like clockwork every night, and we're so excited. We're like, we're trying to find extra guys to fill spots. You know what? I called Evan, but then he had a concert to go to. Called Cam, but things came up where you didn't have a blind, you were deer hunting that day, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. So then I called a bunch of people. Got a few to go, and it's like, okay, this is going to be a great day. Like, this is going to be a limit day. We know it's going to be good. And so Saturday morning, we roll we roll in, and we're like, well, we're going to hunt the evening, but let's see how the morning goes for... We're not going to hunt the morning, but we're going to scout in the morning just to make sure. And there was five pickup trucks, uh, two trailers, and some of the worst goose calling I've ever heard in my life. So anyways, they were out there in the field hunting geese, and it was like... You know when geese are like 100 yards above your head, and they just start sky blasting? There was a bunch of that, and there was a bunch of... You know, geese would come into their spread and they'd kill a bunch and it was like, okay, great. So this field is not going to be very fun for tonight because these geese just got shot up. So I doubt they'll even be back. And then, uh, so I was pretty pissed off. So Mackenzie wasn't too happy because he was supposed to be in Wireton, but he wanted to stay for a hunt like that. And then James, who is a beautiful person and came <laughs> in clutch, called me uh, right when I was driving past the field. And he said, what are you doing? And I was like, well, so I told him the whole scenario I just talked about and James goes, uh, well, that's weird. He goes, I, I was just calling you to let you know I got permission for a goose field, but I'm not going to hunt it, so do you want to hunt it tonight? And I was like, wait, actually, he's like, yeah, but you got to get in there tonight. I was like, oh, okay. So we drove out and checked it out where he said it was, and there was about 250 geese in there. So uh, Saturday, we got the boys together. We got uh, Ray from Kickaboo Spices came down, five of us, I think. Anyways, we went up to the field. Um, I was going to say, it looked like five of you when I drove past you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The five of us, and, uh, and for a field we never really scouted and didn't really know times, it wasn't too bad. We finished 19 geese, uh, zero bands this time, and it was good. Like, geese were coming in. It was kind of cool watching flocks turn around with uh, with some calls and stuff and just watching them finish and land on top of us. It's just, like, it's so much fun. So, anyways, that being said, uh, it was a good, successful day, and I uh, was pretty happy, and James called me after, and he's like, how big of shots are you using? I was like, three and a half, why? He's like, oh, I could hear you from uh, where I was. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I knew you were <laughs> using big loads. I was like, yep. <laughs> so, anyways, good day. I'm super happy. It was nice to get everyone together. Got the hammer down. Yeah, the hammer down. Ray took a bunch of, uh, sent him home with a bunch of, like, meat and some breasts. And, you know, it's just nice having, it's nice, and I think it's because through the podcast we've been able to meet some interesting people. Very. Like, you know, Greg Balch last week. Awesome guy to talk to. I, I can't really say how, and I was thinking about it actually yesterday, was how grateful I am for the people. And, you know, we always endorse the amount of endorsements we don't have. And yeah. it's true. Like, the amount of people we've got to meet without having, you know, being paid in any sort of way. No. It is incredible. Yeah, and it's awesome to have the opportunity to, you know, to meet cool people in the industry and, like, you know, we've met James, obviously, and we've become friends with James, but I think through the podcast, it's kind of let us be friends with James on a different level. Very different. Very um, different. I think same goes for Ray from Kickaboo Spices, you know. Yep. Not only is he someone who we like to buy product from, yep. he's also one of our friends. Yep. And it was kind of cool to have him on a hunt, and uh, I'm glad we got to smash some geese with him. Uh, him and I got to play a little gun switch halfway through the hunt. Oh, he was really? Like, oh, yeah. He, oh, he was just like... Uh, he was like, hey, man, I uh, kind of want to play the Versamax. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, what yeah, gun do you nice got? Gun. I was like, what gun do you got? And he's like, Ray has a, uh, oh, he's going to kill me because I don't know this off the top of my head. It was a Beretta A400. So three and a half inch semi. 
beautiful Beretta. And he's like, you want to switch? And I was like, let's switch for a flock. So it was halfway through, we, or beginning we switched, and then halfway through we switched back. And it was kind of cool playing with other people's guns. What did you think? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I said it to him. I was like, it's not my gun. Yeah. Like, I love my Versamax. So it was it was nice switching and stuff. It was kind of cool to get a different feel for it. And super beautiful gun. It had a nice rubberized grip on it, which I really liked. Like, the whole thing was camo, but the fore, underneath the foregrip and around where the trigger is, like where your hand grips that's all like a rubberized coat so it was really cool did that we left Corey in charge of filming we left him with the gopro <laughs> please tell this because i love this yeah so we were filming and i was like hey man uh like i'm calling <laughs> mackenzie and ray are flagging so uh cory can you take over and just uh you know you basically you just got to hit your phone and say record because it's through bluetooth he's like yeah so then halfway this flock comes over like hey uh did you record that he's like oh man i forgot okay next flock comes over we, you know kill a bunch of birds Hey man, uh, did you get that one? It wouldn't, I don't know, like I just can't hit record. I was like, okay. And then at the end of the hunt, it was like, oh yeah, no, the camera died. So what'd would you get? No, I didn't get anything. Okay, cool. Super cool. Thanks, Corey. Love you. Um, so yeah, I didn't get any footage, which would have been really cool. And uh, yeah, you know, so that's how that ended. But Successful. It was a successful hunt. It was still successful. Yeah, it was, always has your stories. Yeah. It, it, you know, it just adds to the story, like you said. Successful or unsuccessful, if you can always take away a story from it, That's it's got to be successful in oh, its own way. Did I tell you about... That's the highlight. Yeah. Yeah. Without... Uh, did I ever tell you about the three Orientals in the field? No. What? Please. please. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so we're, that one. so we're hunting... This is Saturday, and we're hunting there, and... They weren't worm pickers. No, 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 no. <laughs> So we're we're hunting and uh, first flock comes over anyway. So we start blasting whenever we get up a few birds and um, we get up to get with these birds and all of a sudden this guy crawls because we backed onto a river and we're in this nice beautiful cornfield with uh, you know the corn blown out everywhere so it's beautiful and all of a sudden we stand up and there's this guy and I'm not making this up like you know what I mean by when I say like a rice hat. I'm not <laughs> worm pickers hat. Yeah. Like so I'm, they were worm pickers. No, man. <laughs> so, like, anyways, one guy comes over in that, and he just looks at us, and we're like, okay, well, you're on private property. Thanks. <laughs> so he goes back to the river. Okay, whatever. So then, whatever, we, bang, you know, shoot the next flock or whatever, the next flock. And then at the end of the hunt, it's like maybe an hour until we're done. There's this guy, or these three guys get out, and they're all, you know, Asian. And they start walking through the field. Like, 60 yards from us walking through the field carrying fishing rods they were fishing at the river just crossing through uh private property and we were just like looking at them just shaking our heads it's like you know what i really hope a flock of geese come over we just scare the living hell out of you they knew we were there we waved at them and they just trolled through the oh, field like they didn't give a damn dirt. like i don't know trespassers it's is like guy th- under your stand Oh, at least that guy had permission to be there. I guess. These guys just crossed through random fields without any permission. It's just like, to get to the river. Yeah, just Great to get to the river. Great point on that. Steve By the L. way, the river was like six feet higher than normal, so good luck walleye fishing in that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, the walleyes are now in the cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve Elmy from Rackstacker, he posted a picture today of a trespasser. Yeah. And it just said, I hate trespassers. There's mm-hmm. literally a guy walking through his property, flipping him the bird. And it's just like, you know Wait, what? Like on As, the trail camera? Yeah, on the trail camera. And it's like, we we still have people doing that stupid shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, it, do you know if the guy was hunting or was he just? No, he looked like he was in his car hearts and a set of jeans. What the hell? And it's like, what just a dummy. For a walk. Oh yeah, out for a stroll. I don't know. Like there, it looked like there was a couple bait barrels Steve maybe had set up. So I don't know if he was going to check it out or what the guy was doing, but obviously he didn't have permission. No, obviously he shouldn't have been there. And it's like you, you obviously know you're not supposed to be there if you're flipping off someone's camera. You're at least he didn't you're steal a loser. the camera. Yeah, he's a loser. You're an absolute loser. At least he didn't steal the camera though. I guess. Like that's yeah. one pause device. I, I mean, device. I would rather see my camera gone than see some schmuck's middle finger pointing <laughs> at me. Because that would just make me even more yeah, mad. That would make yeah. you really mad, right? Like now, I want to set Especially up some if that's sort like of like an instant like cell camera sent right to your phone. Oh, oh that, that would, would be worse. No, that'd be better because you could leave work and be like, "I'm driving that's right true. there. You're still there, yeah, buddy." I'd be setting there. up wolf and coyote and traps, traps everywhere, everywhere man. <laughs> I, that's oh, I it for that. Little bear snare traps. <laughs> exactly, something substantial. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of trespassers around, and I think it, like you go up north, and it's like. Oh, okay. No one really trespasses. Like, it's like, well, it's, yeah. it's so vast up there. Yeah. It's just like, you don't know if the person is trespassing or if he's just lost. Yeah. Truth but, but, uh, yeah. No, like, up there. But I don't mean like Wait. Crown, like, you know, like uh, Peter's. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, no, people don't break into Peter's farm and go hiking around. No, never. Like, and the only just... thing that separates you is literally some trees and or a chain. So, yeah. Don't come on the damn property if you know no. it's not yours. Here, it's like, I don't know why in the hell you would go on a random property. I understand, you know, when you're hunting and all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, I'm on the other field by accident. Like, you get in the... Totally get Yeah, you yeah, that, that happens. Sure. It sucks. Mindset. You get out of there as soon as you realize that. But yeah. I understand that can happen. But, like, to just straight up walk into other people's property yeah. when you shouldn't even be there. Yeah, like, what goes through your mind when you're just, just get out for a stroll? It's yeah. like, one, you're doing it... If you're doing that past October 1st, you're stupid. Yeah. Secondly, if you know that you're not supposed to be there, you're stupid. Oh, yeah. Like, Well, the three guys were pointing at us like, oh, look, like there's guys goose hunting. Get out of the field. Like, stop <laughs> standing there. Get out of the field. There like, are several loaded guns. It's not an oh, ideal thing. Yeah, it's not a safe area right <laughs> now. Standing. Yeah. Anyways, by the end of the hunt, we had uh, two does come out. Yeah. Like 70 yards behind us. So we all kind of turned around our blinds. We're like, no way. That's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And then a buck came out, and he just nosed the ground, was chasing after him. They didn't really. Well, remember when we did, uh, like, I guess you call that early season, or is that late season uh, last year? When if we seen March. those like thirteen deer come out, we're like, this is crazy. Yeah, they yeah, just late kept season. Flowing. Yeah. And that was like maybe hundred yards. They were just. Flowing. It was a highway. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a, what'd you call it? Four o deer. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, four o deer. Good. But no, that was, that was good. Yeah. Anyways, really big story. Your turn. All right. Yeah. Uh, big nine point buck down. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about it. He's getting stuffed right now. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, well, first off, thanks to you boys and S Grimnick Eleven for putting up the late night. Uh, we are up till two thirty, putting that deer away. I think it was literally like yeah. two forty five when my head hit the pillow after putting yeah, him in the freezer. I got home I right around say, three, about three. For, yeah, you guys had a cruise home, yeah. right? So. Um, yeah, crazy night. Uh, Greg Bulch had mentioned, if you listen to our last podcast, Sunday was going to be an off the hook day and it was in, uh, in, in the correct terms, like Greg said, it was just, everything was to snuff and it fanned out. So, uh, I guess if you follow the Instagram, you'd know, but, uh, it started out with the turkeys and it was, this is my shortest sit of the year. It was an hour and a half. Okay. And I've never like, I, I always sit, try four hours every sit. And 
I was like, okay, scurrying around the house. I'm, I'm prepping a venison stew for yeah. Victoria to come home and I can come home to some yeah. munch. Well, I get to the stand and I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen anything due to other people being super close to me. Uh, maybe it's a little bit high pressure right now, but it's a good time of the year. I was well, like, screw it. I drove out and I was like, Hey man, I called you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I called Cam. And I was like, Hey man, just drove by your property. I don't know if you're going out, but, uh, buddy's not hunting there. I just checked. There's no car there. And he's like, wait, are you on the road? And like we said before, we hunt on the same road. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I just see a cab drive by in the middle figure. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Right at that time. I'm yeah. like, are you? Yeah. 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 That's you passing me right now. I think we were yeah. all running a little late just because we're all we still were... used to the time change. Oh, like, yeah. Well, we're I think, all doing... what was it? You, Cam, and myself, and I think even Shrimps were like, crap, all in our group chat in the morning. It's like. Oh, because none of us made none it. None of us made it. No. no. So we're like, okay, let's try this afternoon, boys. And yep. the next thing you know, we're just I was going for the getting a play-by-play by Cam here. It's like, yeah, I got 10 turkeys. It's like, sweet, man, good luck to you. And next thing you know, we get the message. It's like, big one down. It's just like, okay, we got work to do. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and, and I'm going to go with it because every time I see turkeys, there's a deer. It doesn't matter if it's a fawn, a doe, a buck. Yeah. There, there's deer in the vicinity. Um, but I had a nice east wind. I walked into the wind completely in my face. Um, and I decided, you know what, like I was saying, I haven't seen too much since I've seen someone else super close to me. So to hell like 60 it, yards, 60 yards, not that close, not that close. No, just on the property line. It's fine though. <laughs> um, so I took the shooter 3d buck out and that's what it's called. It's a shooter 3d buck. They 3D make great target. targets. Mm-hmm. It's a fun yeah. target. It's a target. Yeah. 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 But I, I've literally drawn 12 rings and 10 rings on it. Different locations yeah, like, on the deer. I bet you the deer who walked in was like, man, that guy must have like a tumor or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this dude? So, okay, get this. So it, it comes as a 10-point buck, right? So yeah. I put him down to a 9-point. I took the grinder to his rack. It's just full plastic <laughs> rack. So, yeah, oh, yeah, check this out. So <laughs> before I go out, I grind his rack down. I make it a smaller 9. Yeah. Okay, like maybe looking like a 2.5, very good growth, maybe a 3.5-year-old buck. Yeah. But he's still got his 12 and his 10 rings on. Yeah, I know. Which is hilarious. He's in my truck right now, by the way. Yeah. The one side of his vitals, I'm pretty sure, is painted with a Sharpie. Yeah, it's black. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so I can hole. put him out 60 yards and just grab that black. That's what I like to do. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going with it, man. Like, I always see Heartland Bowhunter doing it. So I'm like, I got to see if this works for me or not. Yeah. So I put him out there. I'm sitting, sitting. Like I said, I seen the ten turkeys, and usually when I see turkeys, I see deer. So I'm like, okay, this is it's got to happen. So sure enough, I, I'm on my phone, and then I, I put it away. I'm like, man, like I'm exhausted. I was playing a crazy euchre tournament the night before, which was a blast. It was insane. Like, yeah, you weren't there. You bailed hard. And, I just cleaned uh, birds. That, that's okay. That's successful. Yep. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, I wasn't there either. I was better off for Yeah, that's true. Well, we had a productive weekend. Yeah. Yep. Did. Um, so I, I just kind of, I was like, oh, I'll put my head back on the tree and I, I see some movement. I'm like, oh, no way. I'm like, there, oh, there's a little buck over there. So I, I get my binos on him. I'm like, oh, it's an eight point. Nice. So I put the video on him and for everyone to see on Instagram, this guy walked under my East, uh, Southeast stand. Yeah. So I got three stands set up on this property for different wind locations. And this guy walked, so he's a hundred yards from me at this point, And he walked right under my Southeast stand. And I'm like, man, like nice buck. I don't know if he's a shooter, but you know, what? uh, 
we'll go with it and we'll yeah. we'll see what happens. So I, I keep going about my business, playing around, checking social media, seeing what people are doing. And I was Being watch- a very attentive hunter. Very attentive. <laughs> Oh, man, I was like, you know what? Orange Army's coming out strong tomorrow. I know how this goes. Usually I participate in it, but it's been so good to me the past few years. I'm like, no, I'm not giving myself yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. Bow only. And I was watching Adam Greentree's story, and it was just like, yeah, this isn't so unsuccessful. Not digging this. And well, it was like. Just bored because that guy, like, you know, you've, oh, been, man, you've done the, the spot hunt- and stock. Oh, yeah. Way yeah, more he's excited. the spot and stock hunter. He's not much of a tree. And I was like, guy. man, I feel you right now. Like, I, I'm not digging this at all. And I'm just like, whatever. I've only been in the stand for like 45 minutes, an hour tops at this point. Yeah. So this buck, he walks all the way around the property. He gets to 140 yards and crosses the field. Well, I did try to grunt him. He looked over at me, and he he maybe veered five yards to me. Nothing. He carried on about his way. And I was like, you know what? He's he's a pretty nice buck. I'd like to really see what he's looking like closer to, right? Like, yeah, I can see he's a nice nice buck from afar. Um, So I snorted him. And he kind of picked up his trot a little bit, and he carried on. He went into the beds. I know exactly where he went. Went into the beds. And he cut back north and walked all the way around north, uh, downwind, all the way back to me where I first seen him under my other stand. I'm like, there he is again. <laughs> so now I busted out my phone because I'm trying to get you guys some more footage. And I'm seeing him and he's coming in. So he's like, he comes down the creek and up the creek and he's coming into the field now. So I'm like, okay, sweet. He's checking out my decoy. He's like 90 yards, 80 yards. I throw the range finder on him one more time. 70 yards exactly and i'm like yeah. okay so i put the range finder down and i put my binos up on him i'm like that's a shooter buck right yeah. there that's a nice buck very tall oh yeah i still thought he was eight at this point but he's coming in he's coming in and he gets to 30 yards and he's hating this decoy well you said about his fur oh man the fur on him like stood up like when your dog's pissed because it doesn't know what's going on or it sees someone it doesn't like yeah it was hair up and he was like doing the super stiff walk and he's like head down a little bit tilted up towards me and he's coming in. He's, uh, he was 27 was my last range on him. And I knew my buck was at 20. Exactly. I gauged him at 23 Yeah. and I was like, man, he is going to destroy that decoy. And I was like, that's a shooter buck. He's going. And I saw at that point, like when I realized he was at 70, I put my phone away I grabbed my bow, nice and slow, got back to full draw, held on him, 23 yards, and he's like, he's getting ready, his head's going lower and lower, and I can see him like kind of tensing up more and more, and I was like, that's it, he's having it, so pull through on my cycle, and that's it, like, I I hit him, and he started squirting blood right away. Did you, uh, because this is your first time with a single pin, right? Like, or sorry, shooting. Yeah, no, for sure Did you move to 23, or did you just compensate? No, I I left it on 20, because of where I set my decoy, and I I ranged certain spots, like, you can kind of see where, where the tractor passes on the takeoff of the beans, like, you know, when you cut your grass, you can kind of see the going in the back, so it was like that, right? Like, I could range, so with my, my spot hog, I'm set up for 20. My second yeah. pin is literally 35 yards. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good to go in that sense for 15 yard kind of increments. Um, so I just used that. I just left it. I didn't touch it. Okay. And I went with 23 yards. I knew where to put it. Yeah. I, I okay, kind so of said in my head, it. like half an inch low of 20. Right. Just in case. 
and yep. smack dab. I grabbed his lung. I nicked yeah, his heart. Nicked the heart, yeah. And, man, he started squirting. He ran 105, 110 yards. Yeah. And me and Marcello are like, okay, we're, we're cruising. I wanted to start at the beginning where I shot him just because of the whole He was process. like, oh, look. I was like, we can just start, like, over there. Yeah, he's, he's like, like what? why? I was like, Cause there's a glowing, right, glowing right arrow. There, the <laughs> yeah. You know, there's the Luminoc, a, let's start there. The I'm like, okay. Yeah, Nocturnals. Yeah, we always get to that. Yeah. yeah They're brighter than yeah, Luminox. I, I don't, I don't promote right. them. No. Uh, so we, we seen the, uh, nocturnal and yeah, we, started we, were, like, we started walking. He was 15 yards from the arrow. Yeah. And well, it, was it was like, like down like, ravine up. You're like blood, blood, blood. blood. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So and we walk up to him and man, he was, he was he, beauty. Oh yeah. And the best part is he crashed like seven yards from your other tree stand. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I said that to you. I yeah. was like, dude, check this out. Yeah. Shine my light up. And there's my other tree stand. He, and he was, yeah, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe 10 yards. Yeah. That, That's nuts. We're like dragging him out. And so we have to go down this like steep hill across the little stream there and then yeah. back up. So down's easy, obviously. And across For the sure. water was fine. And then okay, I, was, I was like, man, this is going to suck. He's like, we could do it. I was like, yeah, I bought a pickup truck and a 30 foot tow strap. So I'll be right back. <laughs> we tried. We got like a quarter up the hill and we looked at each other. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go grab the truck now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's a great yeah. idea. He was, he was a heavy buck. Very tall. Oh, beautiful. Um, both you guys helped me last night. Was it last night? Sunday, Sunday night. night. Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah. Uh, we fully butchered him. Yep. Yep. And, After uh, put a hole in your ceiling. Yep. Yeah. We did have to do that. He was tall. <laughs> we had to make a few adjustments to hang him in that garage. Yeah, that garage isn't meant for anything over six foot He's tall. He's packed mm-hmm. up. My freezer's full. You guys yep. went home with a little bit of yep. grub. Yeah, thank you. Thank and, you And uh, he, is, he is at True Life Mounts by uh, Josh right now. So Where's that? That is in Tilbury. Okay. Uh, Josh, he does great work. Highly recommended from James at Antler River. Um, and... Yeah, I will. I'll show a picture of uh, some of the work Josh does and on Instagram, and in a few months I'll have him back and he'll be on my wall. So that was, uh, like I mentioned in the post, after a few series of events, a few years, it's been a crazy archery hunt for me yeah. to land a big buck like that. Um, it's awesome, man. I, I'm I'm jacked up it still. Like, man, me and you celebrated in the field, and it was just like it was unbelievable. Like just the dragging it out it's like if i could do it all over again like that was the best part oh, yeah. tracking the blood is like i knew i made a good shot i heard him crash and i was like dude i called you right away i was like yeah. man buck down like yeah and you're like okay like good oh. blood did you hear him crash i was like yeah i heard him crash yeah he's squirting blood at the minute i hit him and oh, yeah. it, it was great yeah i probably showed up what 45 minutes after yeah i, I just yeah. sat there it was still light when i got down walked to you oh then there was we had the pickup truck in the field oh yeah and then and another, there's another buck walked in. yeah so that yeah, was, was crazy cool. yeah well you know they're still there for the next round yep. yeah i got one more tag um but i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna do a lot more observing on that property i yeah. really just want to see what the behavior well, i'm excited like. to film you on that property yeah really yeah. I, I guess <laughs> it's your turn um, no, i don't care no, but I, I really just want to, I've been, like I said, uh, maybe last podcast or two ago to you that I've been jotting down a lot of notes this year, just kind of checking all kinds of winds, weather yeah. Yeah. and stuff just to see what really works, what doesn't. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll give an update yeah. like later on, maybe next year of what, what has worked, what hasn't, yeah. but that's going to be my notebook. Well, I, th- I think it's, you know, like you put the time and it, it shows, right? Like you put in way more time than me for deer this year. Yeah. I'm not ever yeah. going to argue that. Like. And, you know, you've hunted throughout the week and weekends, not just like, oh, the one day on the weekend or whatever. Yeah. And it pays off. Absolutely. And it's like, I've been giving up a lot of deer time for waterfowl this year. For sure. But it look pays how off. successful it's been. Yeah, it's it pays off. It's so it's like. Here and there. So it's oh, yeah. like, okay, yeah, I want to do a goose hunt or a duck hunt. 
yeah. I'm successful here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I had to give up time for the deer. Yeah. But mm-hmm. So it's it's cre- later on you just say, okay, getting cold and most of the birds are probably traveled south by now. Hop on the deer wagon. It's just like I oh, got yeah. more time for that. Like you put time in, I think it's just a matter of time until it happens. For, for sure. everyone, right? Like it's time, it's knowledge, it's you know, you can kinda give yeah. someone some strategy to yeah. help, but mm-hmm. like you what know, is it like hunting's like basically like ninety percent luck and then ten percent skill, but that ten percent's pretty big. Yeah, you oh, know what? Sure. I, I would throw it at like a 70-30 or an yeah. 80-20. Like but those totally guys, you right. know, back in the day, guys would just walk out with a bow and like sit in like flannel and blue jeans. Yeah. And yeah. a monster. And that's just how they hunted. That's like, oh man. But the pressure's so high now. There's so that's many true, people. Yeah. I mean, look at your property. There's permissible <laughs> people. Yeah, There's four. six or four people yeah. per- permissions of land. And, yeah. I, you know, I've got some of those pieces. And it's like, it's crazy that you're able to walk up and just you know ask for permission it's like yeah you can have this one this one this one this one well it just sucks when it's like you know when i found this one years ago it was like i drove out i scouted it for like almost a month of like okay watching deer i'm like this is a wicked property mm-hmm. first year god took the eight pointer off of it mm-hmm. now like i was like oh like i ran to the guy and i was like man i was pretty sure i was the only one hunting here and he was like oh no like i asked for uh hunting permission they gave me this one i was like okay so you didn't really know anything about it like you didn't scout he's like no i've never been here okay he's like yeah i asked for it like two weeks ago i was like are you kidding me like yeah bit of a and i feel the same yeah, it's right always like a pain in the butt part it's yeah. like you always put your time in yeah. you do your research you do your scouting and whatnot and you well, get the, the permission money, the minerals yeah the you plot, put all your time like, and money yeah. and effort into it to you look put into so much it. work in and next you know you get somebody like that guy's just like oh yeah i just asked if i could do it and then they have no clue yeah. anything about it and you're and like well farmer's perspective I, I get it it's not their thing no like, for sure oh sure the one, I remember the one year the lady was like, oh, like, you can go hunt here. Like, there's, like, two or three guys on it, but I'm sure they're not going to hunt all the time. It's like, okay, well, I do hunt all the time. Yeah. So that's a bit of an interference for me. Yeah. But it's not my property, so I can't really, you know, do anything. Well, it's the same for, like, the property that's beside me. Yeah. Because it's, like, where our field is, it's, like, smack dab kind of in the middle of somebody else's field. It's, like, if somebody's property is surrounded by the neighboring's field. So I usually can watch all the deer come out of that bush behind me. And literally watch it. And I've asked, me and my brother both asked the landowner a couple times, like the last, I think, two years, if we can actually have permission just for, like, this corner. Because we've been watching it for the last two years. This is where everything is and that. But then we keep finding out, no, she won't allow anybody because it's already occupied. I've met every person, I'm pretty sure, that's hunt this property. Yeah. They're barely there. Like, I see them. Maybe they, once a they year. say they're there maybe five times through the whole season. Yeah. And it's just like, well, this is kind of annoying. It's like more or less they're there occupying it more than really. Oh, they're doing more harm than good. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just like they're there. Like pretty much I can see Same one body stand from where I am. Yeah. Yep. Sure, he's a little further. He's not no 60 yards. He's like, he's about 150 yards from me, but I can still see him. Like he's literally yeah. kitty corner from me. But it's more or less, if I get more frustrated about it, because it's like, you guys aren't really there. You have other properties in the area, but you hunt that one more than this one. Because yeah. I've talked to you. You say, yeah, I'm only here about maybe five times. So it's like, I'm here almost three, four times a week this year. Yeah. Because I'm itching at the bit to just... <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Because it's been there's, forever. There's this flooded cornfield that I've wanted to hunt for years for uh, geese and ducks. And every year it's loaded. Like, yeah. loaded and... You could probably pull, like, 
multiple limit days out of there. It's just ridiculous how many birds are there. And all year, you know, through migrations, they always find that wet hole. And uh, the only reason we can't hunt it is because the landowner has no problem with it, but the lady who lives beside the landowner mm -hmm. is a horse farmer. So as many hunters know, horse farmers usually, or horse, horse owners don't really like gunshots. And No. I mean, I understand if people shoot horses, but I don't. Um, so that being said, years ago they had people hunt it, and she called the cops, and the police came out in the field, which is not really allowed. No. Because police have no real jurisdiction for that. No, that's more like the... That's the MNR. Yeah, it's so, pure MNR. Yeah, and so like you get the MNR involved to kick the police out, and then they do, and they protect you because, you know, we're law-abiding hunters, and we go with what we're legal, and they can't disrupt legal hunts, but... In that scenario, she, the landowner got so scared about, you know, cops and her being involved. And so we're, we're not allowed to hunt there because of crazy neighbor. Just, yeah, like past experiences yeah. and stuff like that. It which sucks. Which always sucks. Yeah, you put in all this time and, like, you know, we, we've always been great to our landowners. We always give them either, you know, jerky or steaks or roast or whatever. And we yeah, always we say did thanks. the same thing last yeah. year. Like, my brother got a few deer last year off this property. And yeah. We got some pepperettes made up. We gave them almost i think 10 packs worth it almost yeah i think at least and it keeps you there it keeps and it keeps happy. them happy yeah and whatnot they always they help us on the scout yeah like this year our landowners pretty much told me it's just like yeah the deer are like literally right here in the mornings from this yeah. time to this time i'm like that's perfect kind of he gives me a little he does a little scouting report for me yeah so no, they're awesome but it sucks when people kind of abuse it and i wish the owners beside that property didn't try to call the police every time people try yeah. to hunt there so ruined it for us we never got permission for it because mm -hmm. of that so yeah so back to you cam for your buck there what was your setup that you had for that um well i had uh i was tree stand i was on a cut beam field yeah um what else what so else what was this doing? like like what was your arrow what was your broadhead selection that you had for that uh, i'm still using the same 3d rage in the cage rage in the cage always <laughs> rage like you know what like i i've used the muzzy tro cars twice now yeah have been unsuccessful so i'm actually i'm pretty i'm kind of disappointed in the muzzy tro cars and people I, stand by them and they do they totally uh i don't them. personally this is the second time and mm -hmm. i thought you know i definitely would give it another shot but I would now say I would not invest in it again. Yeah. Uh, Rage never disappoints. Nope. Um, and it didn't again. It was just, I was looking at it when I went to the taxidermist last night, like literally a two and a half inch cut. And it's only a two inch cut broadhead. Yeah. We measured it at two and a half inch well, hole. Makes sense. Well, yeah, because it rips thing. the skin as it, it also goes Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. But even like your exit wound wasn't that small either. Like No. No. And then we, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, arrow. so so that was funny because there was there wasn't full pass through at twenty three yards. When I was no, kind of which, surprised. You know what? It, but no, it was a fall through. It was it was a fall through. <laughs> so after we after we, we had found the arrow, out. and we were kind of like, well, that's odd. Like it knocked out, like you said, but it was broadhead. It was arrow fletching. Everything. Yeah, arrows meant full arrow. Good to on go. The ground. And we're like, well, that's kind of different. But hey, okay. And it's not like it was right where you shot. No. Like, it didn't follow maybe five yards after it ran. No, it was 80 yeah. yards yeah. from where my tree stand was. Yeah. So, that arrow was was perfect condition, but fully covered in blood. The knock covered in blood. The fletchings covered in blood. But we know it wasn't a pass-through. No, so, we watched it. After when we were butchering it, we noticed, like, 
like you know we're we're trying to we're, we're skinning figuring, it and yeah, we're, we're like figuring out what side was so what, what side yeah. you got and it's like well i got the yeah. the entry on the and skin, i'm like no you don't yeah because on the skin like you don't really notice that much yeah it wasn't like a giant exit wound on the skin but then uh-huh. once you like ripped it out it's, yeah you like, like, i could fit cage. my finger right yeah. through the exit well i'm like that's why i asked you because you were doing the one side i'm yeah. like Cello, what side you got? He's like, like shot I, side. Shot side. I'm like, are you sure about that? Because yeah. I got a hole right here. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. I'm so my sure. guess is when it hit, it got to the other side, peeked through, broadhead through, and that was it. Yeah. And it carried on. Yeah. I think through. that it wiggled around so much because he deked all over the field, yeah. and as he cut through, went down through the creek and up, we found it on the up. That at some point it would have had to wiggle its way through, and it came out the other side. Because it must have. Yeah, I can't see that. It wouldn't have came, come no. out on an upward end. No, I can't see it. It would no, have had to the, fall down. No, because the blades come yeah. out for yeah. the rage. Yeah. It comes through like a, a triangle. It's yeah. not yeah. going back really that yeah. in that easily. And when we were in the field, we didn't see the blood on the exit. So we were both like, well, if you, you know you didn't have pass through, like, yeah. well, how the hell did a full arrow come out? Yeah. It makes more sense that it wiggled through now. Totally. Absolutely. Which is weird still. Yeah, so it's not a pass through. It's slightly it's just fall-through. bigger than my it's middle finger. Yeah, I got a full fall through on that one. Full <laughs> <laughs> fall through, yeah. So no, the, the rage just didn't disappoint. Um, still shooting the Bowtech Rain 7. This was 61 pounds is what I'm drawn at. Um, I'm shooting a 400 Bloodline arrow. Yep. With the Rage, and that is the new Chisel Tips. Yep. They're just a two-inch cut. Yeah, I use, love them. They're great. Yeah, yeah I used it on my turkey this fall, too. I was yeah, you really impressed that. with that. Yeah. But I was just like, just, I tried it on the turkey. did pretty well for the turkey and that. So it's just like, you know what? I'll try out another mechanical. So right now I got the G5 uh, Dead Meat. Okay. Yep. So I'm like, okay, we'll give this. It's a little smaller diameter, cutting diameter, but... It's really tight, like almost looks like a field point. So we'll see how well that goes if okay. I get an opportunity to use it. Right on. Do you know what your arrows weigh off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head. Okay. No, but no, I hear arrows on the scale. Nope. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. We'll, we'll throw it on the scale. It kills deer. Like, oh, yeah, we know that much. <laughs> definitely put stuff down. Um, no, I'm, I'm using the same arrows right now for hunting that I am for 3D currently, yeah. but we'll see what happens yeah. tomorrow is the release of the... Uh, new Bowtech bows in case mm-hmm. any of you don't know I'm looking forward to that I mean I already do know what they are yeah now, they but um, you guys will see tomorrow November 7th that is a release for Bowtech so yeah. check them out New Hoyts just got released but yeah RX3 RX3 and the uh, oh, what's when this? did they release the RX2 then there was no RX2 <laughs> <laughs> oh so they just skipped a gen they just yeah, yeah they just yeah, skipped okay, it they on. just went freight from one to three <laughs> yeah all I know is these new ones yeah I'm kind of I was trying to throw I'm debating about it. Yeah. It's trying just to like, see they're nice. They're applying to us big guy style, but yeah. hey. You got a full they're, they're, they're getting there. Yeah. Do you, anyone remember what the aluminum one is this year? The Hel- Helix. Uh, yeah, the Helix. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That Holy does Helix. look like a nice bow, though. It's a cool lot bow, of yeah. people yeah. are really interested in that. Mm-hmm, a lot yeah. of people said this looks great. I'd I will like not be it. selling my RX-1 for an RX-3. No. I will tell you Come that much. on. <laughs> you gotta join that crowd, don't you? I don't understand people that sell their bows every year and buy a brand new bow. Yeah, I, just, I don't either. I don't get it. If you find one you really like, and I, you know what? We, funny enough, we were just talking about this yeah. right yeah. before. Like, you're not selling your bow. No. I would love to buy another bow just to have another. But bow. But I used one. But I, I can't buy. I can't get rid of my rain. Like it's no. so nice to me. So yes. smooth. Everything about yeah. it, I just love it. I, I'd like a target bow. Yeah, and that's but, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I definitely would like a second one as well. 
just for well you can play around with different kinds well of that's the thing really you like... get to try it like either if you want to be like a brand whore or whatever like cello here just sticks with the hoits and that's I'm not even wearing my hoy hat right now no, no which is really got, surprised but you have your Hoyt wristband. wristband on though yeah, for me I, I don't really care what brand i shoot yeah because when i was waiting for my hoy last year yeah i shot the brand new uh Botech, um mag x okay. yeah great bow yeah great it bow super awesome. smooth yeah. yeah the one that goes all the way to the, like 34 inch draw i had steve the rep from Botech, was at antler river that day get james calls me up to just like Oh yeah, I have the rep here. It's just like you want to chest out this bow. It's just like yeah, I do. Drive down there, so we just throw a quick rest on, it, and I'm just drawing this thing. Steve was ecstatic. Yeah, he's just like, I actually got a big full body shooter that can actually shoot this thing properly. It's That's just like, awesome. this is awesome. Yeah, I was just loving it because I was, I've been like bowless for like a month or two months. I was kind of like going with. With withdrawals it's just like yeah i got nothing to shoot because hoyt was giving me the runaround but i didn't switch because they told me they could get it there in a week but i already waited so long for my hoyt yeah. so i'm like i'm gonna wait it yeah. out i think eventually everyone finds what they like yeah and for me it was that rx1 like i switched well you came from bear right? i came from bear i, lo- I liked my bear i loved, really did loved it yeah yeah, yeah. no i, I but have it, to say I, did, I loved my bear as well yeah that's what i can i had the bear attitude okay it went which was a nice bow buddy of mine he had the attitude felt yeah. like, like yeah. a nice bow your bearer i actually really like i like the venue yeah and you were interested in buying a new bow and yeah. you know what rx1 feels great rx1's a great bow um we'll see what the rx3 sh- shoots like but I, i'm not i'm not really like blown away by the new uh yeah i was gonna say it's really nothing really, yeah it's like when matthews went from the uh halon to the triax i was like oh take a couple inches off the riser i got a brand new bow pretty much it almost looks like the new the rx3 looks like the rx1 yeah but it has like this shape what was it the max force or whatever uh pro uh i know what you're talking about yeah yeah Yeah, like just how its overall shape of it was it's just like they shorten it's Uh, all right yeah but yeah for me it's just like when i had my bear I loved it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the bear. It was just a single cam, first great starter bow. Yeah. But when I did the R100 the first time, yeah. I had a guy down the stage just like, you're using a kid's bow. It's just like, it just made it look like a kid like has a 34 kid's... inch draw. Like... <laughs> I was going to say, it made it look like a kid's bow just because it's in my hands. And it's just, it is, a, it was only like, I think, a 38. 30 ATA, so it was fairly yeah, it's short compact, and then I got it at 32, and just reefing it back, it just makes it even go even smaller, <laughs> but That's funny. it is what it is, Yeah. but yeah, if I get another bow, I wouldn't want to get rid of my Hoyt at all, No, your so that's my first like full-fitting, yeah. excellent bow, and plus, oh, yeah. I guarantee any other bow I get after that ain't spitting the speeds out like that sucker is. No, no, no. <laughs> your bow's stupid fast. So yeah, it's gonna take a lot for me to get rid of mine and get something. Yeah, new. yeah. I'd like to have another one just to mess around with. But the same. Yeah. It's just like if anyone wants to donate target posts to us, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I have enough of my teammates on my team just telling yeah. me like you, like we're all of us are like my like I think our head guy is just like yeah I got this this and this. It's just like but he he gave one to one of our younger teammates for her to practice with to get her going so. I'm looking forward for that stuff to get going, but yeah, it's cost and endeavors that we just yep. we never want to quit on. And no, 
like they say, hunting is an expensive hobby, but for most of us, it's not even a hobby. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle for us. It yep. really is a lifestyle. Absolutely. So it's just like, it's not an expensive hobby. It's just part of life. Yeah. yeah. It's just what we do. Yeah. Cruise in, get a half dozen arrows, get a full dozen arrows, get some new broadheads. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like, you're always trying you're something. Buying it like and you're that's buying just, and that's just bow hunting. Yeah. yeah. Like you start, archery, add, yeah. you start adding in different types of hunting. It's like, oh, oh yeah. my Jeez. God. Like, Camos, rounds, weapons. Oh like, yeah. Pretty much for us, we only do like turkey, whitetails, yeah, and like upland game, yeah, know, a little bit. But you, yeah, you hit out, out west. You got the pronghorns, you got the muleys, you got the elks, you got oh, yeah. the Yukon moose and all that stuff. You got so much different terrain, different birds. Yeah, it's like, it requires it gets different gear. So much more. Expensive. I think everyone should just buy three thirty-eight Lapuas and kill everything on the planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. That thing's big enough to take down anything. Yeah. No, it's been a uh, it's been a successful week, you know. It's been a great weekend. I like oh, for sure. I love that we butchered. Like I love butchering our own. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, we got all the cuts. That was a fun time. Fun time. Like everyone just sits around. And my it favorite was... moments are like, you know, you and I the talk at the tailgate with the deer in there. Like yeah, just like random talks about yeah. everything. And then other than that, like, you there's this big buck in the garage floor before we start butchering and skinning. Yeah. And we're all sitting around with a beer in the hand, kind of, you know, just just enjoying it, enjoying just talking like, about everything. Wow. And yeah, like I don't know how your fiance saying it was small. That was cool. That was, yeah, <laughs> she yeah, walked in. She's like, "Can that looks hey. smaller than your last one?" And it's like, like "What? You shut up right now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, it was like you're going from it could be, you know, if well, last year was two and a half year old, but you're going to this year potentially four and a half year old. Yeah. It's like, hun. It, it could be a two-year difference. Trust me, it's not a smaller buck. No. <laughs> no, He's bigger. It looks smaller. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't have any guts in him. And, yeah. And so... <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit on a slim, fast diet right We now. started calling yeah. him Cam a fawn killer. <laughs> apparently, when you shoot the biggest buck out of our group, I mean, apparently it's small. Yeah, so. apparently yeah. you're small. Yeah. No, it was great, and I appreciate the help, like I said. No, it, and no, it, no it was a blast, Anytime. man. Well, the next morning, I felt like I was just like... I was so out of it being so oh, I got yeah, like I hear three you. hours of sleep or something. Just it's like I put my work boots on the next morning and it's just like ah <laughs> like my hand was hurting. I'm like, what the I it's like I don't just know. Just from, from gripping and from gripping, slicing. but I hadn't noticed I've have a couple like cut marks on my fingers, couple like just nicks. a couple nicks. It's just like well ha- half I didn't notice short. yeah, got love Havlon knife for that. They're so <laughs> sharp you don't even know you cut yourself. That's Speaking like, of boots, you did chill out the whole, the whole <laughs> yeah. trek, the whole uh, oh, yeah. trailing of blood, the whole butchering, in your full camel, full gear. Like, it, you in know, you you were right into it. You were not disturbing the property, really, if any. Those cowboy boots ain't coming in your off. cowboy boots. Those cowboy boots <laughs> yeah. ain't coming off, sweetheart. <laughs> oh man, those were, that was awesome. I looked down and literally because I had seen like the blood dripping. I was trying to see where the blood was dripping on the buck, and it's just like. Marcello still got his cowboy boots on. I'm like, man, tell me you did that whole excursion in those boots. Oh, yeah, 100%. That was great. Was, they're so comfortable. I don't even know how many times that night we were just, like, reminiscing. It's just like, this thing was just alive. Like, Oh, it's all, yeah. it's a it cool. We did like, it a dozen times. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, just, it's just something that's think about a, it now. Just be a working week ago, away and yeah. then somebody just say it. It's just like, yeah, it's like, it's unbelievable. Like, right now, a week ago today, that deer was, you know, Walking around, maybe trying to see if there's a hot dough and yeah. food. Finding a girl. Yeah. And yeah. Then, you know, now he's going to be able to feed he made, friends, He made family. one mistake. And it was funny because I, I really want to look into why <laughs> and do my research. But he circled the whole property. I watched him scrape. I watched him rub. 
and he just he circled around he circled around maybe to check for other bucks maybe to make sure that he was the only still dominant one in that area because yeah i was grunting at him i was rattling so i'm thinking that's and I got maybe what he was doing he's just like and he I heard think you so. snort yeah. i think he heard you grunt so he's like okay I see this buck out in this field, but it's like, it couldn't have come from this, like, pee-looking yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I'm doing a whole circle again. And you know and what? And he realized, it's, it's like, I, I yeah, he's the only it. one in here. Yeah. He's the one who wants to fight. Let's go for it. Yeah. And he, he just lost. did. Yeah, I was going to say, he just <laughs> did the wrong thing, yeah. and he just took a dirt nap. That's it, about it. It's cool to it's cool to hear that, like, all the fur on his back raised up, and he got in the Oh, movie, got like, full fight mode. Yeah, that's it, awesome. I got to get that mount for the DSLR camera, because, like, I was so tempted to have my phone out, and it's just, like, when I put the binos back on him, and I'm like... He, that's a tall time buck. Like oh, he, yeah. he's a shooter oh, for yeah. sure. G twos were nice and tall. G twos were huge. Yeah, like ridiculously huge. Yeah, we definitely got to score that bugger when he gets back for sure. Yeah, he's. Uh, we got to run him, put the tape to him for sure, yeah. and figure out what he is. Well, I think it. his tax nurse is going to score. Oh, is he? Yeah. score for him. Right on. Yeah. So that'll be, be sweet. Nice. But no, you know what? That's that's a, a really good thing that you say because I, I want to know why he went around. Like it, people think you know. And that goes back to the kind of talking on luck, if you will, that, yeah, it's luck, but look how, you know, kind of how patterned they are. If Mm -hmm. he was looking for another buck and he was the dominant mature buck in that area, he's literally doing his due diligence as the buck he was searching for other bucks to make sure that he's going to get what he wants. He's running that area. Yeah, he's yeah. being the alpha. He's being the alpha. Right. Yeah, so he's probably being he's being the alpha saying, okay, I'm the big boy on campus. And he's just like, he heard you snort, heard you grunt. And he's just like, okay, I see this puny little guy in here, but that yeah, couldn't be this young buck trying to be, push me out of my spot. Right. Like, that's not going to happen. So he's doing a whole loop to see if there's any other big guys. It was so textbook and what people read on the internet and books and, yeah. you know, just Instagram, Facebook, that stuff that you're reading about what they're doing, you know, listen to it. It's maybe just because it's not happening in front of your face. It's going on. Like, oh, they, yeah. oh, they're so sure. vocal and so responsive as a big game animal. Yep. Like, it's unbelievable. And I think people don't really realize that, but it is. And that's that's one of the greatest things, I guess, what social media brings for us and the what cameras and, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of stuff. It really does prove. Yeah. And like I said, if I could have continued on the video to show you his hair rising and yeah. him stiffing oh, up, like, awesome. cool. it's just crazy, man. And, I, like, I could be happy to post the video from Heartland yeah. Bowhunter where that buck fluffs up and he goes and crushes Mike Hunsucker's buck. It was crazy, man. Like, he did almost the exact same thing if I didn't arrow him. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, unbelievable. Did you do anything when you got there? Like, did you make, like, any subtle calls to say, like, I'm in the area or not? So I usually wait 15 minutes till yeah. I'm up, let the noise kind of get down. But uh, this time I changed it up. As soon as I was at the base of the tree, I got my bow strapped up, ready to go. I'm ready yeah. to climb. Um, and all I did was just a uh, and that was at two soft grunts, about five seconds in between. And I climbed up the tree that way. You know, I made a little bit of noise coming in. Okay. I set up my decoy. I spent some time on the ground. So there could be a little bit of roughaging around. Their hearing is unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that meant that, you know, okay, there's something walking around over there. Maybe I don't like what that sound is. Just that. Just go check it out. Yeah, who is so, that? Th- so maybe there's a maybe there's a deer over there. Maybe I should check that out. So if he's laying in his bed and his now his head's up, while well, I'm just getting up in my tree, I'm getting situated. He already thinks that potentially there could be something over there. 
So then I wait about half hour and then I get on a few more grunts. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people won't really blind call, but I think blind callings always work great for me. And the most, the, the well, keyest ingredient, like if I don't see flocks, I still let out sounds just, to, just in to case there's, know for sure. the there's birds that are being quiet, but they're coming in. They can be like, okay, wait, there's birds in that area. Let's go check it out. Despite what someone else might think to me, rattling is the most responsive thing you will get. I have from had a buck. so many deer, mostly bucks. Of course I've rattled in two bucks in my yeah. time. Like when I first started hunting, it was, I was brand new to hunting, like brand spanking new. Yeah. And I've watched like several shows and researched like calls to do during like the certain time of the year. Right. This is I'm still learning about the rut, still learning everything. I had two set of antlers from uh, the farm, my wife's godparents' farm, I should say, which is just over on Missouri Road. It's goose hunt right across from it. Yeah, I know you do. And that, and it's just like, oh great, like these are pretty good, nice sound, and that. Had a camera out for that property. Always got bucks on the camera. Big 12, like big solid 12 on this camera on this property. And he was the alpha of that property. Because the one day I actually got him in daylight, a photo of him. Because I called him Phantom because he literally would show up on camera, in frame, middle of the frame, next frame, gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I only would have one photo of him at a time. And it would be like, it would be ridiculous. So I got out there rattled those horns as hard as I could just to make it sound like a big hard fight and here he came just walked into 40 yards that's awesome and at the time I just started archery and all that so I wasn't confident at that time so it's just like yeah yeah and talk about people save buck fever it hit me hard oh I bet it hit so hard I'm like just shaky oh I was like, adrenaline was running so hard. It looked like I just got in like a car accident for how badly I was shaking. <laughs> I guarantee if I picked that bow up, it would have been like all over the place. Oh, your bubble would have been like left, right. Left. Oh, it would have been everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, and then at the spot that I hunt now, the first year again, I saw buck, buck everywhere. And I'm like, it was getting later, so I rattled again. I had a big old six just come running down the tree line. I rattled a little bit. He stopped, looked around. Let a couple grunts at him. He wasn't really paying attention. Rattle again. He came running. That's awesome. So he was just like, he got the six yards at the fence line. It was just too dark. I couldn't make the shot. If yeah. he was closer, he would have been a yeah. dead deer. But. Yeah. Well, I've seen a few posts on people saying, you know, now's a good time to start rattling. And it's like, okay, well, it's November. Guess what? I started rattling on October 3rd was my very first sit of this yeah. year. Like, they're tickling antlers in October. Yeah, There's man. Nothing wrong with that. You know what? I, I've, like I've rattled guys, six bucks this time? year alone. Yeah. And it's worked years for me before. It's worked yeah. this year again. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. I would argue it with anyone until yeah. the like end of time. It's like me Like, bleak cans have brought out so many oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love bleak cans. For oh, me, I use I use the bleak on my call, on my grunt tube. I use that whole stretch of calls, right? And yeah. I change out that O-ring as need to be, so you just slide it up or down, right? But does it is it the same as an asterisk bleed? Yeah, so you got an asterisk bleed, you got a doe you do bleed, you got a doe grunt, you got later. mature and trophy buck. Interesting, because yeah. okay, see my 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 grunt call, I can do the bleats on it, mm-hmm. but I can't get an asterisk bleed. Yeah, okay, so I got an asterisk bleed and the doe bleed and then the doe grunt setting right. on my grunt tube. Okay, that's interesting. I'll yeah. have to see that. Um, you know, kind of talking about this deer being dominant on your property. Mm-hmm. We know there's one other big boy. On yeah. There. Yeah. When's the last time you've seen him on trail camera? The last time I seen him in person uh, or trail camera in person was the last time was October 3rd. 
October 3rd, he was fighting with a smaller eight point. And that was, I seen him just at the end of daylight. I mean, he was, he was just past. For sure. Not know. the deer you took though. Cause it was for sure. Right? No, okay, no. Cool. He was definitely the buck. I was like, man, that is the 10 point. Cause I remember seeing yeah, it. It was, the hit list. it was yeah. the four point and they were in a bachelor group of three all summer. Or like when I put up the yeah. cam late August through September to or October, I seen that forky that four point walk around me i've seen him three times under my tree stand now everyone's seen him i've yeah. showed videos of him i've sent you guys photos and he's always been there i've seen the eight point and i've seen the ten point i've seen them all on the same day numerous times on the trail camera and i've seen them in person mm-hmm. yeah in that sequence forky out first eight point and ten point fighting eight point cross the fields first ten point waited until he crossed the field till he started coming across I haven't seen that buck since October 3rd, but I've never seen the nine point that I just harvested. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if he was the more mature one. I don't know if he got pushed. If he decided to move out, I don't know what it is, but you know, I I know where that buck, I walked into the stand on Sunday night and I had seen these buck tracks and I said, you know what? Like I swear. And it's hard, very hard to tell if it, if you've seen the same deer tracks, if it's the same deer, yeah. whatever, but I've seen the same size tracks and I'm like, what are the odds? It's the same buck that's around here. Right. It's gotta be, it's so relative in size. Maybe it's the guy that's around here. He's running this show. Yeah. But I've never seen that buck before. Okay. So he was bedded in an area where that 10 point was bedded. What happened? I don't know. That was kind of behind maybe closed doors. He's kind of kicked Mr. Ten Point out, or and that's maybe, what I want. Maybe he's more aggressive than him. He yeah. he totally could be. He won that fight. It's like, yeah. okay, this is my area now, dude. Buzz yeah. off. Just because the other guy has one more point doesn't mean he's yeah, it doesn't fight. mean he's a tough one. So we yeah. had lots of rain um, Thursday, Friday, a little bit on Saturday. Sunday morning was kind of like and we Monday, were all like and Tuesday. Yeah. We were like, yeah. okay, sweet, cold's coming in, time change. You know, all of us are going to try and get out. Well, all of us slept in, as we said. <laughs> yep. But walking out to my stand, I said, I know how much what the weather's been like. I've watched it diligently. And I see these tracks as if, like, man, that's like this morning, perhaps last night. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I know there's a buck over there, and I don't see his exit unless he's walked a grass edge somewhere. So I go to my stand, and that was 70 yards from my stand where I'd seen those tracks. I said, I know there's a buck in this area. Yeah. It's, it's relative. It's soon. Yeah, you know he's got to be here somewhere, and nice sure and re- shit, nice and he he came up forty five minutes after I had sat. Picture perfect textbook, and that's awesome. Definitely man. something. To, first archery deer, and it's in that first archery beauty. recovery oh, deer. Yeah, like, beauty for sure. Oh, yeah. How are you gonna beat that next year or this year? Oh man, it's only yeah. Who knows if you beat him second round? Maybe if you run into Mister Ten after since this this guy is gone. Yeah. Who knows if Ten keeps wandering around? Well, the Ten's got a split G too, so that one is and it's pretty distinguishable. So. Well, that's what I mean. It's just like maybe this other like number, the Big Ten. It's just like hey, I want a rematch. It's the rut. I'm ready to fight some more. And he comes in. He's just like hey, nope, he's not around. So it could be a lot easier this time around. So. Yeah, I'll get back out there and hopefully, hopefully I can see something. First, we're after you to get something. I'm not too worried. Like, like I said, like I put in. There's so many nice buck out there. Yeah, I put in a lot less time. Chelo has bird on the brain, but he's got a lot of nice bucks out where he's hunting. So, and they're so easily like we're we're taking that decoy out. 
Yeah, I'd be curious. Oh, that would be album. great to actually have like if one of like Cam or myself even go out with you and just yeah. film it with. Oh yeah, I, I can't take the bow out anymore. Like, no, you're, <laughs> no, it's part of the agreement. I'm dead it's serious. Part of the agreement. <laughs> yeah. But he like even if like if Cam's not available, like one yeah. of us go out yeah. with you and video and see, watch oh, them like cool. puff up if they do the same thing yeah. or yeah. what will happen with them. Oh yeah, yeah it was cool. It'd always be sweet. After Cam shot his buck, he's like, "Yeah, man, like." I don't know, maybe we'll have you out here and like I'll film. I was like, oh, that's cool. And by the end of the night, it was like, yeah, we can go to your property and film. <laughs> I was like, no, it was today when I was like, yeah, Monday, we're going if if we get the right win. We'll play it by wins. Now we got opportunities. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to have Buck down and yeah, you guys can say it's nice to have for group like for us like our group here yeah. to have a buck on the ground. Oh yeah, like momentum's going, energy's yeah. high. <laughs> yeah, like even like today, it's already been like what two days. You're still pumped with energy. Oh, I'm jacked. I'm jacked. About 12, jacked. 12 months, man. Yeah. Like, you're still full of energy. Like, even tonight, it's just like during dinner, it's just like you're still jacked just talking about just oh, yeah. prepping the meal. It's just yeah. like, which is fantastic, by the way. Yeah, it was that was so good. That wicked backstrap tonight was so oh. good. Yeah, nothing like some fresh backstraps. Oh, my God. With kick. You oh, I couldn't get almost any fresher than just as we're butchering. You just get oh, the yeah. pan out right on top of the, yeah. yeah. Tenderloin is right on the cast iron right oh, on top yeah. of the wood stove oh it's doesn't like, get oh. better would yeah. you uh would you do that backstrap with tonight so that was uh i do two tablespoons of butter melted Ooh. and then uh so i'll throw it in a silver uh silver bowl but my does the bowl have to be silver it, it does <laughs> okay. it does have to makes be makes a difference it's like, come a, on, it's man. like a toss I, bowl I just, for the listeners, I need them to know. Like a toss bowl. Like, if you do this in Tupperware, it's not going to come out as good. No, I would not do this in Tupperware ever. <laughs> this would be, like, if you're working with Tupperware, Tupperware, you probably just have KD as your side. And we're not having KD as our we side. We no college boys With, with ketchup on top? <laughs> if you want. I'm not a ketchup on KD kind of guy. Cool of your trailer. Uh, so, yeah, with just two tablespoons of butter in the uh, bowl. And then just, I don't know, I maybe let it sit. We sat, we had a pint, and then yeah. I rubbed it, dabbed it with uh, Kickaboo's uh, Jalapeno Heat. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> Good old Jalapeno. Yeah. Good old Jalapeno pepper. Yeah, it was awesome. It had a nice kick. Like, yeah, it did. Cooked perfectly. Was, yeah, that was on the grill for seven and a half minutes. So, yeah. I mean, I could have pulled it off another minute or two minutes maybe earlier to get a little more rare, but it was good nonetheless. One side was like a nice, like you said, crisp brisket. Yeah, like um, you get that bark on it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, outside. good bark. Yeah. But aside from that, it's it's been a great few days. I'm going to be jacked up for the next four yeah. months until I get this thing back, and then it's going to be another few months of being jacked up. So, Are you going to hang them right above your bedroom where you and Victoria sleep? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was talking to Evan, and I was thinking, like, yeah, you know what? My bear just kind of fits, but, like, with the with his tines being as tall as they were, he's not going to fit he's not right fitting no, in here. No. Unless you put him, like, over there so yeah. you can drop him. yeah. That's um, the only way it's going to work. Frankly, I think you should put them on your side of the bed. Okay. So then when Victoria's like, how come you don't look at me anymore? You'd be like, shut up. I'm talking to... F- what do we name him? Uh, Timmy. Timmy, okay. Timmy Tall Times. Yeah, I'm talking to Timmy. Leave me alone, <laughs> Victoria. I was going to say, yeah, what did we come up So what we can do is, like, I'll fill remember. my second tag. I'll hammer a dough. I'll go get it stuffed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we'll put that on her it's side. It's done. Please tell me you've seen the elk. The two... The one guy stuffed two elk. It was like a... You know, like a bull and a cow. cow. Yeah. And uh, the guy was like, it's like a caption. It's like, I, oh, he just had to go by the lake during hunting season, Doreen. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I saw that. We <laughs> just had to visit your sister by the lake, Doreen, during hunting season. It's two whitetails. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking no, about. No, the one, okay, the one I saw was two elk. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I just, I think of it because uh, I remember the Doreen. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same. I'm sure some guys made more. Oh, than one, that's funny. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do that. Yeah. But no, I'm uh, I'm jacked up. We, we're going to get one of you guys a nice buck on the ground as well. Yeah, I'm hoping this weekend, since it's a controlled week and none of us are participating in it, we can get up for some migratory yeah, birds. Yeah, which would be nice because yeah. I'm fairly new to migratory birds in yeah. general. I've always wanted to, like, I want to learn yeah. the rights and, the, like, the ways of how things are actually supposed to work. Like, how, like, decoy layouts work yeah. and different types of layouts oh yeah and stuff like that like well, we'll this is my it. first year ever getting like my migratory if we birds. get into this field that we have permission for if the birds are still there like yeah. they are today saturday will be a good shoot man like yeah because i always hear how much fun it is i've watched videos yourself you've even said it's like it's so much fun well just you played the little video from last year's Nazarene hunt. yeah like, that's just a little section of the one hunt it's just and it's just fun. like i picked up like i have one dot call and I stole my brother's goose call a while right. back and I just dinked around with that. Yeah. But man, I've other said than that, Mackenzie, like it's like uh you know how archery itself is an art. Oh, for sure. Goose calling is a freaking instrument. Absolutely. Like it's so hard to get goose calling down. Jeez, I could never play an instrument. I got a in goose call. Life. I can start goose calling. Yeah. It's not gonna be good. No. No. Nope. And it's like, you know, you pick up your first bow for you know, when you're a kid or whatever, whenever you started, and it's like now from when we started like, yeah oh for sure the progression of everything it's so yeah. cool so i love that anyways yeah i'm hoping we can get out and uh yeah that'd be that'll be fun times for oh, yeah. sure Slay a bunch especially of if we get a big group that's gonna be a lot of birds I'm, I'm hoping with this field i'm thinking four to five guys will be a good number yeah um just flock numbers and stuff so yeah i think we can pull together four or five guys if not three that's still all right with me if yeah no one it's still gonna come, be a fun so. time yeah, we're all hoping everyone else is having a successful year with birds and, yep. you know, with everything. Anything. Uh, if you're going out for your control hunt this week, good luck to you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're going for the second or third week, good luck to you as well. Yeah. I'm sure we'll do a podcast before those. But Oh, heck yeah. Oh, Don't yeah. forget to send us in those photos and any cool experiences that you guys have had. Yeah, a lot, bunch of people have been talking to, talk to us. Yeah. Super fun. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to conclude our... Uh, we're not calling this wild game report. It's big buck down. Yeah, all right, big buck down. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is your more your big your big buck down report. Yeah, yeah I'm that's in what this that. one is. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks for coming by, Evan, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed dinner. Oh yeah, that was happy to have you over for another cast anytime soon. And well, yeah, uh, anyone else that this. wants to come down to the studio, aka the basement. You're more no, I still like I like what you say, aka my basement, because it makes. Well, it's, it's kind of ours, right? Oh. Like, you, you always. You I do know, have there, spare there's, room. There's a space for you here. Oh, so. Thank you. <laughs> I, I do have to recommend if you're over six foot, be prepared to duck. Yeah, it's a small people basement. Yeah, Evan yeah, literally cannot stand up in your basement. Yeah. No. Well, that's but you're six, like six, six five. Yeah, six, that's five, six, 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 six. Sorry, what's what's an inch? I was gonna say who's really measuring here. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week.